All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Here for the Health of It podcast. I'm Dr. Randy here with Dr. Tom. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we see you guys giving us reviews and seeing us on Instagram. Just search Here for the Health of It podcast on Instagram, and we'll be right there. Um, we have a great guest today. We have the owner and CEO of Rockbox Fitness, Katie. And I honestly don't know how to say your last name. Georgiatis. Georgiatis. Nice. Okay. Um, and what, what heritage is Georgiatis? My husband is Greek. Greek. So Love that. I had to practice when I inherited the name yeah. as well. Yeah. What was your times. maiden name? McFarland. McFarland. Farland. Yeah. Yeah, we were just looking at pictures of your husband on Instagram before. Right, this. he's got great he's teeth, great beard. Shout out to Elian. What? How did he? How did he? Um, like, what was his move to meet you? Oh my gosh, we actually have a pretty neat, cute story. I'll I'll try not to take up the whole podcast with it, but um, I we were both living in New York City. I was getting my master's degree at the time. It was graduation time, so we were letting loose a bit. Went to a dive bar, Upper East Side. There's a handsome bartender with nice teeth there. Wow. Dive, so you went to a dive bar by yourself? No, I went. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. For clarification, with a few friends that I worked in the computer lab with. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that, was my, that, that was my apprenticeship that you get some, some kickbacks mm -hmm. on your tuition, which yeah. was helpful. Nice. Um, so, yeah, we hit it off, honestly, at across the bar. And at the end of the night, we did the the slow release of the hands. Good night. You know, like really? clearly we're like connecting. Like you pat his hand? Like, well, it was like a handshake oh, yeah, yeah. type of deal. You yeah. shook his hand at the end of the night and you said like, it, nice to meet you. you and then held drink. a little too long. Like I said, we were letting loose. Yeah, it was like the linger, you know, like yeah. I think we're both into this. Yeah. yeah. And then nothing happened. Did Well, how, did you exchange numbers or how does that work? No. Okay. And I was like, what is going on here? Right. Like I thought we were... This doing this movie, weird. Yeah. yeah so i left and i for some reason out of character at the time i went back mm. and the bar was closed and i literally knocked on the door you guys like how and how old are you at this time 27 27 okay. 27 nice. so you so I know think what I was you just want done with the games yeah, yeah. i was like yeah. i passed that phase mm -hmm. like yeah. i like this guy um so yeah i went back i said do you want to have one more beer with me before the night is over it was like he was like sweeping, you know, yeah, like in friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with like a towel in his back pocket. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. You, you get the picture. Yep, yep. So, yeah, we hit it off. And then um, he called me a couple weeks later, maybe a week later or something, asked me out on our first official date. And we've been together ever since. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's great. So you are you're not from here then? Are you from? <laughs> is that an outtake like shot out um i'm from charlotte north carolina okay so not too far away nice. yeah and then so tell us tell the audience about Rockbox. like it's a boxing facility i'm guessing yeah so it's boxing kickboxing functional strength training for fitness so we hit bags not people we're not mm -hmm. training people to spar or know how to fight i mean you're going to pick up some skills obviously um, but it's really a fitness solution and we do 50 minute, super effective classes. We call it kind of like fight club in a nightclub. Yeah. So you've got the overhead lights, the music's, you know, bump in and you're in a group fitness setting, full body workout in and out 50 minutes. Um, and then we do nutrition coaching and all sorts of things. In addition to the fitness component, um, we kind of operate on a three pillar system. So fitness, nutrition, and accountability. Um, we know in the fitness space and wellness space overall that accountability is something that a lot of people mm -hmm. struggle with. We need that outside motivation, discipline, and someone to help us with that. So that's the third pillar that nice. is really that's helpful cool. for our clients. I, and I know with the group fitness classes, my wife loves them because sometimes it's hard to go by yourself to the gym, but she knows if she paid for 10 classes, you know, she's going to use all 10 classes that month, no matter what it would kill yes. her to, to waste a class. Even if she's can barely move, can barely get out of bed. She's still going to go no matter how sore <laughs> she is, uh, because she's, she doesn't want to like waste the class or lose the class or miss it or yeah. I don't know. So, no, totally. so I think that's a cool part of the group fitness world. Well, there's a few layers of accountability there, right? Like the one you're talking about, which is financial accountability. Mm -hmm. I paid for this. I'm going to use it. Yes. Um, 
then there's social accountability. So of course you build friendships, you build community. When you start going mm-hmm. to these uh, boutique fitness studios, community is one of the biggest things that we pride ourselves on. And so of course, you know, your friends, your, your crew is going to be like, Hey, where are you? Right. Yeah. You said you were coming to the 5.00 AM, get your butt out of bed and right. get here. Yeah. So the social accountability, mm-hmm. and then of course we call it expert accountability, which is where our coaches will also call you and say, Hey, you haven't been in a week. Yeah. It's time to get back, back in here and get to get to work. So cool. lots of layers of accountability too. Yep. What's, what's a good punch look like? Can you show us what a good punch looks like? Yes. In slow motion. Like Is, sitting or can I? You, you can, can get up. Yeah, you can stand and show like. a punch. Okay. Well, this might be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, don't break anything. I know. Okay. Yeah, so And don't punch me. Fighting stance. You're, if you're a righty, your right foot's going to be back. Yep. Because all of our power comes from the lower body. Yeah. All the power comes from the lower body, right? So that's why our dominant leg is back. Your jab is what we call our distance checker. Of course, you know this from movies, but we always want to be protecting our face. So your hands are always up here on your chin. Uh, A jab, you're going to come straight out with your arm. It's like your distance checker. See where they're at. Where are they? Feel them up. Where are they? That's right. And you're going to rotate your wrist so you're parallel to the floor and then straight shot out. Now with your power cross, dominant hand, all power coming from lower body. This is our setup. Now we're ready to go, right? I'm already loaded up. You cross, pivot with a back foot like you're squashing a bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then same mechanics with the arm you're going to come across. Yeah. Bang. Just like that. Love that. And you knock them out. Nobody's ever taught me how to punch, I don't think, ever in my life. I just started um, in early January. I just started a, a, like a, an actual jujitsu kickboxing oh, class, cool. but I sp- like sparring. Yeah. So I've been having my first like people coming at me, swinging at me. But yeah, I, it was the same thing. I never really had like a technique coach to show me how to punch. Well, that was uh, one of the things my husband talked about a lot because he's a man. And for whatever reason, we're, we're trying to let go of these, you know, legacy stereotypes or the shoulda, wouldas, right? But he felt like as a man, I should know how to throw right, a good punch. Right. And so I think that's intimidating think, for people. You, what do you think about that? Do you think that's true? I think everyone should know how to throw a good punch. Yeah, probably true. Yeah. Yeah, I'd get my ass kicked. I feel like I need to learn more about fighting. But I don't, I don't want to like. What do are you afraid people. of? What's happening? <laughs> I, What's, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> let's unpack that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's something deep there. No, I think, I think, um, I just want to be able to know that I could walk in the room and kick some ass, but Absolutely. I don't feel that way. Yeah. I don't feel it. I feel like, you know what I mean? I'd be, I'd, I'd be like. You might squirm. have a little more pep in your step. Right. If you had well, that underlying confidence, right? More confies. Yeah. Yeah, confies. That's what a lot of women and men alike come in and they're like, okay, I need a fitness solution. Yeah. And then they leave with that and more because now you're right. I know we're joking, but it's serious. Like you feel empowered. You do feel a little Mm -hmm. bit of that underlying confidence. And I think it really can translate into other areas of your life. Right. Right. Well, so why, what got you guys into boxing? Like why, why that as your fitness avenue? Yeah. We honestly started as members up in Charlotte where Rockbox is a franchise. So we started at as members of one of the first locations fell in love with the product of the fitness solution. And then I think just we're at a time in our lives, we were ready to do something more entrepreneurial and take some risks. So we signed up to be franchise owners. And then the, at the time the territories were sold out in Charlotte and we were like, okay, we can run it from Charlotte. That's what we were led to believe. Nothing. I'm, we were just super naive and green to be very honest. Um, and then at about six months in, we realized, no, we need to be where Hands the studio on. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we relocated down to this area. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that's a big misconception with people when they're buying a business that the business just runs itself. But that's so rare. I, I don't know anybody who just walks into a business and it runs itself. Maybe by the time they have two, three, four, they kind of have it figured out and the right people in place. But to just buy a franchise and think that other people are gonna run it for you. I've never seen that work well. It It is a definitely something that has proliferated, I think, especially in recent history in the boutique fitness space, because the opportunity, that there is such a wide opportunity in the wellness, fitness, 
space. Like we see these growing markets, it's exploding, right? Mm -hmm. So when you look on paper, it's like there is opportunity to be had. And then I actually own the business with my husband. And then I, I went back to work full time in May because we did get to a place where we didn't need both of us full time in the business. Mm -hmm. And so now I have the luxury to be able to work with other fitness studios around the country, helping them to grow, expand and scale their businesses as part of another company. Um, but to your point, you're right. Like so many people hear the messages around, we're just going to buy this franchise and we're going to have freedom and we're going to have money. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, really, really tough work. And I think so many are just not set up for success from the beginning. Yeah. What was the process like of just, if somebody is interested in looking at a franchise or buying a franchise, what did you guys, like, what were the steps? Well, I would say that we are probably not a case to follow (laughs) just because it was a brand new franchise. We didn't know much of anything. And we literally were meeting at coffee shops with a franchisor. Hmm. Like we signed our agreement at our dining room table. Really? Um, so I would say we are not a, a traditional case just because it was, I think we were maybe the third franchisee. It was so wow. new. Yeah. So for us, I look back at that time, I call it like the wild, wild west. Like it was just, we're just getting stuff done, yeah. you know, any way we can. Mm-hmm. But there are franchise brokers out there. So a lot of the clients that I work with now will say, yeah, I just worked with a franchise broker. They presented many different franchises and we picked this one for, you know, these reasons. They aligned mm-hmm. with what we wanted. The financials look good, that sort of thing. Yeah. But for us, it was a passion project more so because we loved the experience that sure. we had and wanted to help others change their lives. Cool. Do you know um, Layla Hormozzi? Yeah. And Alex Hermosi. Oh, yeah. What's your thoughts on them? Because they're in the, I think they own acquisition.com. They basically do what it sounds like you're doing, where they help other gyms scale and get yeah. bigger. Um, yeah. Just what's your thoughts on them? I mean, incredible, you know, minds. I think that they have kind of brought a lot of the messaging and concepts to the forefront, right? Where even if you're not in the fitness space now, you've likely heard of Layla or Alex. And I think that's pretty cool because they're putting a lot of these concepts and places on the map. Um, I think that their approach to like their marriage and their lives is so fascinating. I was actually listening to him talk on how he chose her as a partner. And like on the first date, he was like, Hey, do you want to work for me? Right. (laughs) You know, it's like prospecting and all of the things. So I think it works for them and it's very, very fascinating, but it exists because it the the gym space is really really tough especially when we don't have tools at the ready to know how to market we right. you know a lot of people mm-hmm. are trainers they're like i'm a good trainer i'm going to be an entrepreneur right those are two completely different skill yes. sets yeah and so without all of those things available to you it's it's tough to make it you have to yeah. you know find it learn it or find someone else who does to help you when you're doing the online coaching now as a, as a part of uh, this other company, what, what do you look at when you're working with a new gym? Let's say like, what are your metrics or what are the, what are your questions? Like, how do you help them? Oh my gosh. We, we kind of take a four pillar approach back to this pillars. You guys love pillars. I love that. I guess I really, (laughs) I'm (laughs) adhering to this pillar concept. Um, but we look at sales and marketing. So like, what does that sales funnel look like? What does their processes around lead generation look like? We look at finances. So a lot of people, you know, come in and they've never looked at a profit and loss statement. So how do we help them become more, um, build their acumen around financials? Uh, so sales and marketing, financial strategy, you know, a lot of times, especially in the fitness space, it moves quickly. And it's like, we have a lean team. Right. We need to do stuff tomorrow. But how do we help people pull up to that 10,000 foot level, take a more macro level view and plan ahead so that they reduce the stress and anxiety of being an entrepreneur yeah. a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. And be able to execute with confidence. So those are some of the things. And then, of course, we help them track the major KPIs, Sweet revenue. I mean, so you're more on and so mostly on the business side of it. Then you're not going in and and kind of working with the um, 
trainers and showing them class type stuff. No, it's definitely the business side of it. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at the sales and marketing, is there a percentage that you think people should be spending? I've always heard it at the stabilization level, it's this percentage. When you want to grow, you have to bump up to this position, you know? Yeah. Percentage of spending less so just because the variety of revenues that we see varies quite a quite a bit as well as profit margins. So you could have two studios making $50,000 a month. One is barely break even and the other is profiting 20 grand a month. So right, like right. the abilities to spend will look very, very different. However, we do talk about having several, uh, lines in the water, if you will. Um, so we're not just doing paid digital leads. We're also doing events. We're also doing collabs with other businesses. We're also asking for referrals. So it's about maximizing your reach through different tentacles. Um, and then also what metrics do I know and look at to be able to make educated decisions on what to spend? So maybe not a percentage so much that we look at, but is our cost of acquisition low enough compared to our lifetime value of the customer? If so, then why wouldn't we pour fuel on that fire, especially if we have capital to do so? What kind of software do you guys use to measure all that? I find that that's always been, even in in our space, because now that we have three clinics, we're just kind of looking at redoing some of our statistics and metrics and things that we're looking at. Mm. But it's hard for us to identify lead generation or, or, you know, how we're capturing that or even our sales process and marketing process. It's kind of like we just do stuff and then see what happens at the end of the month and track that. Yeah. Or people hear about it from different angles and it's hard to pinpoint which one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can dig into that offline. I have no idea y'all's space, like what software is available. There are definitely a few that are niche in the fitness world. Um, It's one of the main topics of conversation just for me as an owner, as well as for all of these owners out there, it seems like there is a suite of options and all of them solve one problem or two problems really well. Right. And then it's like, okay, we've pieced together five softwares. Mm-hmm. And now my team is just very confused and we don't really know anything. So it sounds like it's similar in y'all's space, but, um, I would say for numbers, I mean, the one that I know and use is it's called Ikismet. Um, and it was the franchise made the decision to bring it on, but I would say it's been the most powerful dashboard that I've seen to show you all of your metrics. And then to also say, there's no shame in the game. If you're manually tracking stuff, It, it doesn't seem like it should be in 2024, but it's, it's surprising how many studios are still just manually tracking. How'd you hear about us? Yeah. Right. Like, Right. That's what I was wondering. If like even the, a lot of boutique shops that are out there, I was wondering what all I I would imagine they're just using Excel sheets and things. And some are, but I mean, there are a lot of CRMs, right. That we leverage in the space. So we, you know, club ready, mind body, Walla, there's like 10 different ones that I could talk about, but is there a a challenge? Is there a lot of data input from the owner or is it more? It is. Yeah. I would say twofold. So to your point about having like tracking the source, let's say, where, yeah. how'd you hear about us? Whatever you can do on the front end to get ahead of that. So if you know that you have a specific campaign, is there a link that then we can track that they clicked it? Or is there a QR code that's a specific one to an event that you're running right. so that you know they're from an event um, or from a paid digital? Obviously, there should be some sort of funnel that you know. But when you put that lead in your system, let's say, you know, making sure you're tracking lead source and that your team or whoever's in you know, responsible for that is doing that consistently. Yeah. Nice. And then what kind of membership? So just to jump back to Rockbox real quick, what kind of memberships do you guys do? And, and, um, like, is it a certain amount of classes like he was mentioning, or is it a certain amount of time? We have a couple of options for memberships. The majority of our clients are on the unlimited membership, just because from a financial perspective, that makes the most sense. We see that because we offer boxing, kickboxing, and functional strength training with a variety of days, right? So you could do like lower body speed or upper body power or lower full body strength. So we have all of those on our calendar. So you're really getting everything you need. So most of our members, it's pretty much their fitness solution that they're using. They may supplement with some other things. So they're on unlimited membership. Come as much as you want. You know, we love it. We want you to use it. And then we have a a standing eight count. 
So you have eight classes a month. That's kind of the lower tier. Those are really the only two membership options we offer. And then of course we have class packs. So if you do have something else, if you love Pilates, but you want to box one day a week, you could buy a class pack and come oh, hang nice. out with us and hit the bags. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there a combo that's ideal? It sounds like you guys are pretty varied in what you have. Uh, but I found that for myself, sometimes I found I needed a, a gym to go lift heavy weights and yeah. then I needed a gym that would do more stretching. And then I needed a cardio gym, like all these different things that I wanted to do. I felt like I needed four or five different gyms to do it. Exactly. I think that's a trend these days yeah. that I'm seeing. Cause even myself as a consumer, I want to lift heavy, but I also want to do yoga for my mobility. Mm, right. I love kickboxing. I want to try new things. So I agree with you. Um, what was your question though? <laughs> well, I, I like, what does it look like to incorporate more of that stuff? And is that a trend that you're going that direction in? Well, I would say like the cool thing about kickboxing and boxing is that you're is kicking your tail in terms of cardiovascular exercise, mm -hmm. but you're also because of the muscles you're using lower body and then your arms, of course, and everything like your core, you're building lean muscle, which is how we burn fat in our bodies. So it's one of the most effective workouts is, and it's fun. Like I don't, you guys, we were talking about not knowing yeah. how to throw a punch, but right. if you've had a stressful day, there's nothing more satisfying than a right. exercising, but then layering on the ability to like punch the heck out of something. Mm -hmm. It feels great. great. Yeah. What do people wear when they show up? Has anybody ever shown up in like boxing trunks and boots? <laughs> I have. <laughs> Shirtless, <laughs> shirtless and trunks. So I'll tell you, majority of people just normal exercise yeah. clothes. Um, but we have a we had a, a trainer that worked for us for over two years who was an amateur fighter. So he was training to be a fighter, and he would always wear those um, Muay Thai yeah. shorts. Mm -hmm. So then I ordered a pair. No, I think like a few of us from the studio ordered a pair on Amazon, and like the link went viral. So then we all just started wearing these Muay Thai shorts <laughs> yeah. just to like mess with him we need and to find that picture yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but then yeah we have randos honestly that will show up in like working boots really I'm like you can't we can't Just wear that straight here. Out of, yeah 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 which you know for better or worse can't wear those but you right. know it's probably they probably just don't know any better anybody go barefoot people try but for safety that. reasons yeah i'm like i can't have you in here barefoot our bags are heavy they're like 400 right. pounds so if you kick that bag the wrong way with a open toe, yeah, your toe is gonna might, might not be. What about tank tops? I mean, oh, big tank tons top tank tops for guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You do you. You know. What about turquoise tank tops though? Oh, there's a nice. That's tank one of top. Our, that's one of our trainers. Oh, big he has a good guy. tank top on. Speaking of tank tops, Chris will definitely rock a tank top. Wow. So he's probably t walking through boxing. Oh, basics. so the bags are attached to the ground too? Just in tires. So when you kick them, those tires will move. And then we have teardrop bags too. So oh, it'll show you yeah. see to the right. Yep. Oh, there yep. he goes. Thank yep. you, Chris. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, you rotate between the bags, essentially working both bags. They call the combo. So you were asking about combos. Yeah. He'll call jab, cross, slip, slip, hook, hook. Right. And you're doing that on That's the tie fine. bag. Yeah. 60 seconds. Go nice. all out. And then you move to the tear bag, front kick, front kick, jab, cross, jab, cross, hook, hook, yep. go 60 seconds. So you're going back, forth, back, forth. Do you so, have yeah. one of those? What, what's the like, speed is that bags. a speed bag? Do you guys have that? We don't. No, I, I, I feel like who would, <laughs> what do you do with that? After, I mean, besides just hit it as fast Hi, as man. Can. Get right? one at your house. It's like a party yeah. trick. If you're not training right. to be a fighter, it's, it's not scalable for a group fitness class. And yeah, I, I just it's hand-eye coordination that. mostly. Yeah. So. We don't have one, but so what, what differentiates you guys from say title boxing or any of the other franchises that are out there? Great question. I would say, you know, I'm not super familiar with every other boxing or fit boxing or kickboxing, <laughs> fit boxing, kickboxing concept, but those three pillars I mentioned, fitness, nutrition, and accountability is one. Yep. Um, the functional strength training is the other big piece yeah, of it. That's good. Um, because you are getting to lift and we will do some heavy days on that side um, where you really get like everything you need from that piece of it as well. 
I mean, what, from what I know about like rumble, like their trainer stands on a box in the middle and can't leave. So we're really focused on making sure your form is right. Mm -hmm. It's hands-on. You're going to get corrected, right? Yeah. A, to prevent injury. And B, we also just want you to build skill while getting your fitness on. Um, so we we follow something called the 222. So two name calls. So I want you to know that I know your name, yeah. right? Randy, mm-hmm. there you are. Great form. I see you. Um, I'm going to do two form corrections for you in class. No you might matter, say, no matter what, well, I need one. What if it's everyone. perfect? What if I'm perfect? Everyone. Yeah, that's if a, I'm absolutely perfect. Still got to go over and like, then I get four compliments. <laughs> then, <laughs> Good shoulder, tank yeah. top today. Yeah. Tank top's looking great. Guns out. I'm going to need you then to level up. Yes. Right? Let's lift a bit go heavier, harder, Randy. Yeah. You can do more than this. That's good. So I we'll like challenge that. you in that way too so that you're always progressing. Yes. I feel like you need that. Some trainers, they kind of just let you go mm. and they're not, you need to have somebody who's on you to push you a little bit. That's a great point. And I would say that there are some people who do not like that. They hide from it. Yeah. And so you you learn your members, right? Right. Like, you know, there's always that person that beelines towards the back, the bag, like way yeah. in the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they they might fight you over that bag. Like, right. this is my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, but you learn your members and, and our trainers are all certified. And uh, we have very tenured trainers. Um, they've all been with us for a long time. We have some, some new, new ones that we're adding to the team, which is always fantastic too, but they know, and they know how to push and they know where to, you know, yep. yeah. to what, not. What's the ratio men to women there? Is it more men than women? Is this like a good spot for w- women to pick up dudes or is it the other, other way around? Well, I wouldn't have put it that way, but <laughs> I don't know how thriving the dating scene is in suburban Lexington, but um, it's about 70% women. So I guess, really? yes, is the answer to your question. Okay, nice. Or, Great. yeah, 70-30. Well, we yeah. have, because we got friends on both sides here that are looking for, and, and it's like, I don't, I, I was thinking, I don't know where single guys 30 to 50 years old, like I was like golf courses is where I would go. If you if were I was a woman. A, if I'm a woman. Oh, yeah. I was like, and yes. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for a uh, male, I was like, I don't, I just don't know what we do. We go to work, we go home, we golf. Yeah. But you and then go to a dive and bar. And then all of our friends are married. <laughs> yeah. yes, that seems to work pretty well. <laughs> you go hunting for handsome bartenders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know either. I miss. Yeah, bo- I mean, I feel like whole. boxing and jujitsu, martial arts. Maybe that's where some of these guys are hanging out. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, but actually, it's I. I actually negated your point because we're mostly female. Right. <laughs> so right. yeah. Well, the and the gyms where you actually hit someone though are heavy male. I think. True. Yeah. So an actual where they have right. like a ring and you spar potentially there might be some dudes there. Yep. That just be you're like you're like a love. delicate female like right. i'm just looking for a I, date the, <laughs> i know the guy and like some of the guys that i've <laughs> i've been kicking and rolling against are 250 pounds and they don't i mean and but, in this though they they split you up by gender where you're at yeah there is there okay. is like a women's jiu-jitsu and a men's one but it's what, co-ed actually it's women and co-ed but so you know but no females come to the co-ed co-ed i'll say what's the split that you're seeing in the jiu-jitsu world it's so my wife started doing it a few weeks ago, but there's only three or four women that go to the women's jujitsu class, and then the guys one there's eight, ten. Okay. It depends on the day, but way more guys than like ninety percent men, right? I probably yeah 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 gotta be high. And she's and she's having a tough time, like kind of to your point too. She's having a tough time getting other people to come actually like roll around with people and right. arm bar and choke each other out. Like so, they're more driven toward, <laughs> let me just be in my own little space and, and hit this bag. Maybe that's like a level 10. So what made, I'm curious, your wife, were you selling her on it? Like what made her decide? No. To- our, so our kids started doing it. Okay. My wife's friend was taking her kids there and they were learning all these life skills that you really can't find anyone anywhere else. So at the end of these, the kids jujitsu, you would have to shake hands and you would have to make eye contact and he teaches how to stand up to a bully or mm-hmm. how to stand up to somebody else yep. or how to introduce your friend who's shy or how to walk up to a, someone who's shy and introduce yourself and introduce them to someone else. 
Um, so then my wife was like, all right, let's, let's send our kids there. So we, so they started going three days a week and then loved it. And then the other mothers who were sitting there were like, oh yeah, we're going. So then they convinced her to go. And then by the time all the women in my family were doing it, I was like, I, <laughs> like, I got well, to man up and go I'm gonna ju jump on this ship. Yeah. And I think that's such a cool point. We do in the summertime, we do something called champ camp. Okay. which is for kids, you know, through boxing and kickboxing yeah. and fun games and things like that. Like they're able to learn all of those That's life cool. skills. That is nice. And also, you know, it takes a lot of uh, discipline, which right. patience and waiting and all of those skills are so obviously challenging for kids. Mm -hmm. um, so it's cool to see how they develop through the programming. What's it? Yeah. What's interesting, just thinking about that, there's not, any like kid fitness group classes, like unless you're a kid and you want to be an athlete, there's, you can plug them into like performance type stuff, but just the average, like I just want my kid to be healthy and working out. There's not much they can do. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a, I think that's we a really big that. gap. We do. Why don't we, should do, we, let's make should that. we do that? Should we start? <laughs> <today>? <laughs> um, well, I'm doing, my husband and I are doing this, our own internal challenge just he and I to start the new year, right? Jumping yeah. on the bandwagon. Yeah. New year, new us. Um, I want to have you guys heard of 75 hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Andy Frazella. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it's been on my bucket list, but listen, I, I am, I am, I do not appreciate excuses. This is simply an explanation with both of us, him like full-time now at, at Rockbox. I'm full-time in my job. We have a four-year-old. Right. Uh, the hours in the day for us both to do a 75 hard just like did not feel feasible. So anyway, we've created our own still like workshopping the name, but nifty 50 yeah. or like fitty 50. Nice. Right. Okay. Fitty 50. Yeah. Well, oh, fit at like, 50. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> not you got 50, like 50 days. Sorry. So that's the 50. Fit 50. Well, you're going to need yeah. pillars. 50. You got to come up with some yeah, pillars. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> got the pillars. Um, Okay, all this That's to bring cool. us back to the kids. So, yeah. This was connection. There was a connection, I promise. So we've designed this. So we're not drinking alcohol. We're working out every single day for 50 days. Um, there's some other, no sugar, like, right? Yes. So we're, we're yeah. doing these healthy choices. Nice. And my daughter was like, why are, you, why are you doing this? She's four. She's like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? And I explained it to her. And she was like, I want to do it too. Right. Because your kids will do what you do exactly. and not what you say. Yes. So to your point, I think there is a gap out there and it's uh there's this concept of generational health as opposed to generational wealth. Right. Or maybe not as opposed, maybe we can do both, yeah, but sure. um I just think that's a really powerful thing and I agree with you. We need to do more well, of it. Yeah, cuz you hear about generational curses too. Mm, right. Nice to flip that around and make it generational fitness. Exactly. I, yeah, I so 75 hard for people that don't know, you would have to do two workouts a day. One outside. One, one outside, outside. For 45 minutes. For 45 minutes. And then you have to read a certain amount. There's a, a few other. Of water. Gallon, of water. gallon of water. Gallon of water. You have to read 10 pages yeah. every night. And then you just stick to a, a nutrition, which yeah, is yeah. kind of, we're doing all the same things, just not the one, second outside one workout, workout yeah, for 45 is, minutes. Tom, yeah. Tom always talks about wanting to do the 75 soft. <laughs> right. Right. I got a whole concept. It's, gonna, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, he says, he says, sometimes you have to do the opposite instead of going 75 yeah. hard, you have to do 75 soft right. where you give your body a break. Yeah. That's a good Reggie. It's actually a real thing out there though. Is it? Yeah. If you Google it. <laughs> oh, so whatever the soft component oh, is, like people say, the soft is you can drink at social events or special occasions. Oh, yeah. So they give themselves a pass if they have a wedding or this or that. Oh, slippery it, slope. It's not though, like you know? very slippery it's slope. It's not like watch two hours of TV on the couch. Yeah, you have like, minimum TV. Like, hey, <laughs> Your phone pages. tells you you haven't been on here for four hours. Go yesterday. sit at a computer. Oh, see? Yeah. That's wild. Oh, you still have oh to there read. is a 75 soft. You still have to read. Well, okay. So yeah, they so, just soften it up a little bit. Yeah. You yeah. can drink. You don't have to work out as much. Gotcha. You have to only have to drink three liters of water per day. Yeah, and mine's like you can smoke cigarettes and make sure you're getting that and adequate alcohol. <laughs> Try to move as little as possible. Um, so you mentioned so your husband was a bartender before. Yes. And then then you guys did he stay a bartender early on in your in your uh 
marriage relationship relationship that's the word he was going he was probably going to law school putting himself through law school not law school um grad school grad school uh of education so want to be a teacher he was a teacher okay in the pre-fitness world Mm -hmm. um so in our relationship and then when we were married and then honestly just got burnt out on the education space and was looking for something new and that's kind of when we were at this yeah. Uh, crossroads, if you will. And this opportunity came up to open a franchise. I was in the corporate world. Yeah. So I was wondering what, yeah. What was your background? I'm, I'm one of those people that doesn't know what they want to be when they grow up. Yep. So I like, I have an undergrad in finance. My master's was in international affairs and economic development. I've lived abroad. I did the Peace Corps and then <laughs> I kind of, sl- wow. yeah. And then I went into and then I, and then I worked for bank of America. So literally did like a Everywhere. 180 and went yeah. working for the man, if you will. So right. went straight into corporate world, um, where I was doing leadership development work. So, um, designing and helping to coordinate programs for like top talent across the country. So more in like that learning and professional development space. And then was doing that pretty much up until the time that we decided to pull the trigger and yeah. Open a franchise. What, so what were you wearing in the dive bar? Were you in like a nice little corporate suit or? No, I was in grad school also. So I was getting my master's at the time. Gotcha. Okay. So my husband, hopefully I think he can, he could probably tell you exactly what I was wearing, but. Something skimpy. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> so let me ask you this then. I was with, 27. With, with your husband, if. Everybody goes through different phases where they're lower body fat percentage, higher body fat percentage. So when he has his six pack time, when it's day 49 of yes, fitty, 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 still workshopping the name. Uh, uh, do you, do you notice that? Do you think women notice that and wives notice that or not really? 100% so? we notice I it. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I, I don't even, cause I don't think my wife ever notices when you're I fit. Think, yeah. I mean, I, I'm some, and I, I'll like fluctuate. Yeah. In, and, but I don't know if she ever notices. I guarantee you she notices. You she notices. She says she does. She says she does. Yeah. Well, she says she does, but you can't trust words. <laughs> can't um, trust her. I can't tr- <laughs> that she might put you in a well, chokehold. Yeah. I don't know. Well, <laughs> she, she is going to go to jujitsu now. I got to be careful. That's what I mean. And my kids too. They, they can take me down. Like I have to do real jujitsu moves to take down my nine year old. You have neighbors walking by and they're looking in the windows. Like, are they okay? Like, yeah. Um, no, I think we notice. Yeah. That's, I think it's good. Cause I think a lot of guys don't necessarily, um, or I don't, I don't know. I don't know if males maybe aren't in the fitness space as much or if they just don't think about it or if their wives aren't saying anything or what, you know, what, where do you think, what do you think happens there? What's your husband's con or what's your conversation with your husband when he starts putting on 12 to 15 pounds? So here's the thing. This is what I was going to say. I think it's better to vocalize when things are going well, definitely a positive reinforcement Reinforcement. Mm -hmm. space because that's going to ignite more good than if you are like hey babe like look at these love handles <laughs> you know like getting something to grab it like i agree yeah because i don't feel like that's the the boost you're looking for for sure i mean maybe uh, i'm speaking you in general yeah but I, I agree yeah, same thing from a woman's perspective like we would definitely appreciate a more complimentary Positive, yeah. right like hey babe you've been looking good like yeah but women can, can spin that around. Like if you say like, oh, your legs look great. They're like, what? Well, do they not look great before? <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Oh, okay. This is just where open communication with your partner <laughs> right. is really critical. Right. Would you like me to say anything or should I just right. plead the fifth over here at all times? Right. And you really want to be honest because if you're not on it, like I, some guys I know just say, oh, it looks beautiful no matter what they're wearing. But then their opinion becomes absolutely useless because they're just going to say, you look great no matter what. Right. What you want probably is someone who would say like, no, that one adds 10 pounds. Take that off. Take that off immediately. Let's return that. (laughs) Did you look in the mirror? You look terrible. Again, clear clear expectations. Uh, Maybe not quite that aggressive, Uh, but maybe. I don't know. 
some this is clear expectations solves all of this and i think it probably a lot of couples i don't know who knows what I'm, if i know what i'm talking about here we're well out of my realm of expertise but i would venture to say they actually don't specify with their partner what feedback they actually want right yep like tell me if i look like can i curse on here or no oh, yeah. okay yeah. like tell me if i look like shit it's like so if you have spinach in your teeth right you got to tell them boogers in the nose who what Smell so, bad. Same thing. I don't want to wear an outfit yeah. where if you are visually perceiving me in a way that's not flattering, like I want to know that. And yeah, for sure. maybe you say on a scale of one to 10, like what's your preferred directness and right. my, my commentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to touch on your nutrition pillar at the gym. Pillar. What do you like? How, what do you guys incorporate in that? And like, how do you um, how do you manage that with with your members? Yeah. So it's really based off of a whole food diet. Yeah. So we stress above all else is eating real food, um, kind of the shopping, the perimeter yes. of the grocery store nice. mentality. Um, and then we, we keep it simple because people can be very deterred, especially if they're new to this with counting calories or understanding macronutrients and the percentages and how are we tracking all that? Like all of that gets very, very difficult unless you're super focused on it. So we try to keep it very simple in that way, which is we want you to eat protein, healthy fat and carbs at every meal. Yep. So it's about the combination of those macronutrients. Yep. And then if you're following the kind of portion size that we lay out, your macros are going to fall in line from a percentage standpoint. But we don't put that on our members. We don't want you to worry about that. Like, we just want you to eat lean, protein, healthy fat, and then quality carbs. Yeah. So yeah. it's essentially that. I mean, it gets more detailed, but. Right. And yeah. it's so straightforward. I mean, it just makes so much sense just to start eating real food. Right. And, and in the combination. Yeah. And so we have a whole sheet, a grocery shopping list, yep. an eating out guide, tons of tangible resources for our mm -hmm. members to help them kickstart this healthy lifestyle journey. And then even members that have been with us for longer, you know, than a year, they've done this nutrition programming before. And if we're doing a challenge or something like a sprint, we're like, okay, we're going to really focus on this. We might add in intermittent fasting as an element to that same nutritional plan, mm -hmm. you know, so we can always change it. And then if you're doing individual coaching, then a trainer would work with you one-on-one -on -one to really hone in and go a little bit deeper if that's something that that's you're good, interested yeah. in. And what, and you're extremely fit too. So that's one thing that I appreciate about you is that you're doing what you're teaching as well, which I don't always see in the fitness space. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you do that's higher level that you're finding you have to do now that you didn't have to do? Like, in, like for myself, I used to, when I was in my early twenties, I could eat and do whatever I wanted. And then I would just do a few push-ups, and it was like, Oh, I'm putting on muscle. Yeah. And now it's not that easy. Short answer is not quite yet, but the biggest challenge for me this year was going from being in my studio all day, every day yep. to now having a desk job. Right. And I'm really seeing the impacts of that. Like I'm feeling aches and pains that I didn't feel I'm, you know, I've, like you said, fluctuated, like my body fat has gone up this year. You know, I've gained probably 10 pounds. I was probably like maybe too lean if I'm being honest. Um, so I'm still feel great about, you know, I have confidence. I feel great, but I'm noticing those changes for sure. So it's like, all right, I need to make sure I'm doing all the things. So actually mm -hmm. it's delivered today. I'm so excited. Like one of those walking pads that you put under your desk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll let you guys know if I actually use it. Yes. Right. That's always the, the staff adoption yeah. is the key there, but just to get moving. And so, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm nearing the age at which you would think these things would start changing. So I'm scared, but I know that I've been, uh, you know, conscious and healthy. It's, it's not a fad for us anymore. It's a lifestyle, which is when that flip switches, I feel like is the key. Right. So if you eat a piece of cake or you do this, it's like, that's an exception to the rule. And we've been eating real foods. I kind of started my own fitness journey back in 2014. So it's been about a decade. So now it just all feels yeah. normal, mm -hmm. but you know, the, the guardrails are still there just to make sure that we're 
you know, being healthy and uh, providing that example, right, that we talked about, like, for our daughter. Were you ever, like, very overweight in your no. life? No. No, always kind of. Never very overweight. Um, I've always been athletic, I would say. But uh, I didn't I, – I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina. And so, like, I literally would go to Bojangles, like, every day in high school. Right. I mean, so unhealthy. Did you work at any fast food joints? Chick-fil-A. Yeah. First job. Nice. And then I worked uh-huh. at Outback Steakhouse, so I'd eat, like, that bread every night with the yes, honey butter. I worked at Outback. You I did? I did McDonald's yeah. first. Yikes. And then Outback. <laughs> we'll forget prep, you said that. I was a prep cook. But, yeah, they had great food. Do you know, Chick-fil-A has the best dashboard for metrics I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. They, they can, they can say, <laughs> I got so excited hour. by that. <laughs> I know. I, it's, you got to meet Aaron. Metrics yeah. dashboard. They can see by the hour. Like I can call, I can call them and, and I'll be talking to them and say like, um, you know, how's it going? It'll be up, be like, oh, well, uh, compared like this hour, we've done this compared to last hour and compared to two hours ago. But I know my morning shift from five to six this morning compared to 30 days in a year wow. ago is up 9% or down 11%. And like, comparing like other stores in the country. Yes, and the then same, all the other ones. It's almost like info overload though. I it's feel a like lot. it's, I mean, what great analytics, but how you're using what do you it. Do with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's nice to see, like if you had all the rock boxes ones in front of you and your members weren't showing up for the last two weeks and you'd be able to see, oh, every single place across the country struggling is down with 20% or everybody's up 40% and I'm not, I better get on the phone and find out what they're doing. So valuable. Yeah. Yeah. How was pregnancy being in the fitness world and like even just like delivering the baby, the whole nine? Oh man. Well, um, is that where the whole nine comes from? I don't. Oh, whoa. The whole nine months. I I was thinking the whole nine pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Could be either. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah so okay sorry i got sidetracked by that it's <laughs> good um it was oh. tough so i was oh, actually wait, we found out during the second world war gunners were armed with ammunition belt which was 27 feet long he used the whole belt on the enemy to was oh, to go the whole nine yards. yards oh wow but i feel like we're gonna use that for yeah you gotta rebrand i don't yeah, like outdated. that as much no <laughs> <laughs> reject <laughs> um so i was uh coming out of corporate life and uh we got pregnant we actually had to do some fertility treatments to get pregnant so we went through that whole journey for 3 years so it was it's tough right do it worth it very tough right um but i finally got pregnant pretty much at about the same time that we were deciding to of course take this pivot in our lives. Um, so we were due open in January and due open. I'm talking about the business. Um, January of 2019 baby was due in May of 2019. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like we'll be open for five months. Then I'll have the baby. We'll get Mm -hmm. a little bit established. Um, of course, (laughs) delay on the opening, a delay on the opening. So we opened April 24th, 2019. And I had Lennox, my daughter on April 27th. Wow. So I had her three days after we opened the doors to our studio. And mind you, we still lived in Charlotte. So Elia was driving like doing 13, 14, 15, 16 hour days, driving back and forth. I was by myself at home with the newborn. It was, uh, I look back and like, it was a very, very r- rough time mentally, emotionally, physically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But we got through it. You have family in Charlotte then, mom? A little bit, yeah. I mean, yeah. my mom now lives in Winston-Salem. She moved out there sure. a while back. But my sister's there. Um, and then my whole kind of growing up, I have you know, friends from high school that are still there. So definitely right. more of a network of stepbrothers, stepsisters that live around, around the area. But... Yeah. 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 What do you think of Columbia coming from Charlotte? And be and be honest, because this is a Columbia based show. We just I know. Because like I'm from Pennsylvania. He's from Canada. Okay. Canadians are always cool. He's not, Thank though. You. I know. And I'm glad I fit, <laughs> fit the mold. Well, I didn't. 
Not yet. We're still deciding. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Most <laughs> no, I think that you sounded pretty, pretty convinced that I'm cool. Um, it's growing on me. Can I say that? Yeah. Coming to like we relocated against our will. And so I think that there was a lot of legacy kind of yeah. stuff to work through with that. I yes. loved Charlotte. I had moved away and I lived outside of Charlotte for a decade. Never thought I'd end back up there, but I did by choice. And so then I re-fell in love with the city. We owned a home there, friends and family. We lived there for seven years. And, you know, we're like, we're we're good here. And then all of a sudden we uprooted our life, moved down here in um in let me get my years straight. In 2019. December of 2019. So then COVID hit three months later. Jeez. So we didn't, and we were <laughs> renting an apartment. We still owned our house. We were renting an apartment in Lexington. So my first introduction to this whole area was like. It's hard. Not ideal. Right. Then we rented a house in Lexington for two years just to be close to the business. So it was like, we had, we were living in limbo due to, uh, having new family members, you know, right. having built our family, having this business. And then the pandemic, it was just like everything in our lives changed in the blink of an eye. And we didn't know which way was up, down, sideways. Yeah. yeah. So all that to say, we decided to stay here, you know, for the time being. And we, we did move over to the Columbia side. Forest Acres area, which is nice. Yeah. Gotta like Forest Acres. Yeah. Shannon, I love it. Vine Street, all that. I love all that. I just need, I'm, I'm a person that I need to be near stuff. Me too. So we, we, like I said, it's growing on us. And of course we're making friends and finding our, our footing here. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, can you just tell everybody like where you're at, how they get a hold of you, what that looks like if they want to join, try a class? Yeah. So we are in Lexington. Um, Instagram is probably the Facebook, Instagram, our socials is probably the easiest way to find us. Instagram is rockbox underscore Lexington. Um, you can DM us or anything like that. We'd be happy to reach out to you. You can call the studio. If you Google it, we come up. Um, and then, you know, me personally, I don't have like a personal brand, let's say Instagram or anything, <sighs> but um, it's just my first and last name. So Katie Georgiatis is my Instagram handle. Um and, and, and people can yeah. come try it out or what does it look like if they want to try a class and see if it's for them? Yeah. So first class is free if you want to come try it. And then it's pretty cool because we'll take you through boxing basics before yeah. class. So, you know, all the punches and kicks that you need to know. And uh, then we'll get you in class. And of course, the trainers are to help you every step of the way. Sweet. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right. Are you guys going to come out for a class? Yeah. We'll bring we out a team. Yeah. That'd be fun. That would be fun. We have done things like that too, where people bring their whole team or staff for yeah. team building. Uh, we can do a lot of partner exercises and make it really fun that way too. So nice. that's something that we offer. Love it. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Thanks, All right. For, being Thanks for being on. Thank Appreciate you guys it. so much. Thanks for having me. Here. We're here for the health of it. For the health of it.